Hello, 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 and welcome to Puff Puff Pass, where Christian and I watch all our favorite good, bad, and sometimes sad movies. Christian. Hi. 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 Are you excited for this one? Yeah. Guys, we got all our Christmas decorations out. We have set the mood. We have pre-gamed. We are so ready to go for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas tradition, Christian? Um, lighting up the house. We can't do that but right now, but... Uh, uh, I like making gingerbread men. I do like too. I like I make gingerbread men all the time. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite Christmas tradition is probably I think just listening to Christmas music. Oh yeah? Yeah, I love listening to Christmas music. Probably putting up the Christmas tree is also a good good second. Oh yeah. Are we happy that we put up our Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Is it, does this count as our first Christmas tree? Our first official Christmas tree? Yeah, you could say it does. <laughs> Last year we just had like a like a house plant as a Christmas tree. It was it was even ours. Uh, I stole it from my school when we went on winter break. <laughs> so, are you ready? Um, to get into the movie? Uh, no, not yet. Well, what, what do you mean? Am I ready? Are you ready to talk about the movie we're talking about? So get into it. Yes. No. Anyway, we will be talking about the 2009 action comedy Paul Bart Mall Cop, directed by Steve Carr. Have you ever heard of him? No. Well, he did Daddy Daycare, Are We Done Yet? And Next Friday. Makes sense. Yes, this was written by James and Nick Backey, and I think this is their first time writing together, and they also wrote the sequel. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, good for them. I've never seen the sequel. They caught their bag. So the budget was twenty six million, but they made back one hundred and eighty three point three million. Isn't mm. that insane? Insane. I know for such a short movie too. Like I didn't think this movie was super great. But yeah, I mean. super popular. Mm-hmm. So this movie stars Kevin James, who's in Barnyard, Grown Ups, and Hitch. Gemma Mays, she was best known for her role as Emma Tilbury, the school counselor in Glee. She was also an epic movie and Smurfs too. And our quinceanera queen, our meme queen, Rainy Rodriguez. Go Rainy! <laughs> she's best known for her role in Austin and Alley, but she's also in Disney's Prom and Disney's Bunked. But also, fun fact, her brother is and Rico. Rico Rodriguez, who's in Modern Family. Ooh, I bet you didn't know they were related. Oh, uh, is he the... He's the, he plays Manny. Yeah. Uh, I was like, is that who I think that is? Yeah. yeah. I've, I've never seen Modern Family. Ever? Uh, other, well, other than like a couple episodes. One of the episodes I did see uh-huh. was, I guess, it was Manny. Uh-huh. Uh, his his re- his real dad uh-huh. was was supposed to like oh, p- yeah, pick, pick him, him up and take yeah. him to Disneyland and yeah. he never showed. So his... Uh, a stepdad mm-hmm. who and they've I guess this was their bonding episode mm-hmm. he was like well I'll take you to Disneyland or whatever that is so sweet my favorite episode is where um Haley I guess introduces her boyfriend her first boyfriend like season one and he writes this song for her and everyone's like okay well we can accept him and I guess she's trying to go to a concert with him but anyway and he writes this song and he's like something in the moonlight but he's like oh baby oh baby baby i want to do you do you and he sings this in front of her entire family 
And then the next scene that you see is the entire family, like, they're doing their mother, like, mundane things and, like, humming it. Like, Mandy's, like, brushing his teeth and he's like, oh, do you, do you? And I thought that was so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was thinking, uh, <laughs> uh, nah, never mind. You okay? You sure? Yeah, I'm All sure. Right. Um, I will say, though, uh, with this movie, mm-hmm. Um. Have sorry, you haven't mentioned who produced this movie. No. No. Yeah, I, I bet you'll never guess who produced who helped produce this movie. There were three producers, or sorry, wrong line. There were five producers. Uh, one of them was Kevin James, who plays Paul Blart. You know, he's the guy. He's the main actor on <laughs> he's this the one. Guy. Yeah, but there's four others. And three of them are names you might not know, but there's another, like, popular Hollywood person who helped uh, produce this. Sahara? Yeah. Who helped produce this movie? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because in the the beginning it said uh, Happy Madison production. You may know him from Billy Madison, or Happy Gilmore, or The Water Boy, or The Longest Yard, or Click, or Grown Ups, or Grown Ups (laughs) 2. Okay. Like... Yeah. So this film. He also right? plays Dracula. Oh yeah, in Hotel Transylvania. We all kind of forget about that, to be honest. <laughs> I keep thinking it's Steve Carell, but no, that's Gru from The Sequel Me. Oh my god. So this film ranked number one during the film's entire three-day opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy. How much again? Like they ranked number one. Oh, oh, they ranked number. Okay, mm. so they made a, no. a certain amount. Well. I did mention the box office. Well, yeah, 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 total. Yeah, mm. I thought, I thought, but I thought it was how much they made opening night. Yeah, but many critics didn't like this film. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave the film one star, painting the concept and juvenile humor. And it seems a lot of critics painted this film as juvenile. What do you think? I mean, yeah, it's it's an Adam Sandler movie, <laughs> <laughs> featuring Kevin James. Kevin James was in. A lot of movies, yeah. Yeah, but like, I haven't seen him in a lot in a while. Okay. Wonder what he's up to. You keep going. <laughs> so Nathan Raven of the AV Club gave the film a grade C, calling it a shamelessly sentimental comedy with a few crude gags thrown in, which turned into a stale riff on Die Hard. Oh, he's also in Hotel Transylvania. Mm-hmm. He's Frankenstein. Yeah. Kevin James. So what do you think of that comment? Uh, okay. The rest of this quote is, which in turn, uh, which turns it into a stale riff on Die Hard. Mm-hmm. I had that in my notes. I was like, this movie is just Die Hard. Like, I, I was saying this movie was like Die Hard, mm-hmm. like to myself when I was watching this, because there was a scene that, um, uh, where, what was, what was it? He was like, he's like, like suiting up, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was like, this is a suit up scene. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm like, oh, so it's like the end of Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, the way he took out all the dudes. Yeah. Anyway. So, did this film make you laugh after all these years? Because it has been a while since we've seen it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I still found myself chuckling. It, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And honestly, you feel for Paul Blart, you know? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one time, that was just... Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> But I know, everyone treats him like a fucking asshole. Like, oh my god, like, I feel so bad for him. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, most of the jokes are, like, body humor and, like, physical Yeah, comedy. they're fat jokes yeah. about Paul. Or 
uh, or whatever. And it kind of makes me feel super uncomfortable sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, like, why would you say that to a person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a part in the beginning where he's, like, uh, he's upset that he didn't get into the police academy. Mm. Or or get into the police force, state police in New Jersey. Mm. And he was, like, uh, at dinner with his mom and his kid, and, uh, she was like, would you like some pie? He's like, nah, mom, I can't tonight, whatever. And he's like, well, okay, we'll, we'll all have some pie. Because because you said there's pie. Or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was just a super extended fat joke on yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But that's not even the worst one. So, yeah, I know. But so, do you think this film has aged well? Yeah. Yeah? I mean... It's not that bad. Not as bad as it, it would be. It's treated as self-aware. Yeah. Like, like or whatever. So, mm-hmm. it's not just constant them calling uh him fat or whatever like he that's an that's an aspect that gets shown without other people just saying that Mm -hmm. but yeah okay Okay. (laughs) do you like how this film portrays the everyday single dad trope i mean yeah i mean it's kind of sad to Mm -hmm. be honest but like yeah it does it pretty well i would say yeah were you surprised that this film is rated PG? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing... Like, yeah, but it's, like, PG, and it's kind of good. Like, you don't need, like, an R rating to be funny, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, you don't need I mean, to say, like, fuck all the time. I mean, it's, like... It's, like, uh, The Tooth Fairy. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, with The Rock. Yeah, with The Rock. Did you like that I saw it. I saw an edit on TikTok, and it oh was, boy. like... And it was, like, uh... The, uh... Dwayne Johnson suiting up as Black Adam for the first time in a movie mm-hmm. or whatever and it was like it was showing the scene from Tooth Fairy where he's getting his like court summons oh or whatever God. like with a thing yeah. a ray, ray of light comes down mm-hmm. on him and it took me a good like 10 seconds into the edit to realize like wait that's the Tooth Fairy <laughs> <laughs> and that was like this week really yeah that's really funny yeah do you have any more questions um no, no, I have no. So are you ready to get into it? Uh, yeah, but I do have a statement here. Okay, go it's for a, it. It's a question as a statement. Okay. Why is the intro to this movie such a banger? Like, <laughs> it's like, like you're seeing like shots of like a nice shiny like police badge, and we get then we get the title card, yeah. and then we like that's when we go straight into like somewhat action I guess but like like it, the opening is very like Top Gun-esque oh yeah oh just, yeah yeah. just cool tough guys doing yeah, cool tough literally. guy shit so like we see that we're in New Jersey State Police Training Facility and we see a bunch of people training and then we hear a drill sergeant explain to the trainees that they all passed the written exam but they still need to pass the obstacle course to be admitted into the training program yeah and I said this sounds super extensive like they're not even like training training yet like, this is just to get in. Yeah. I when, think that's uh, so wild. Yeah, and we, so we see Paul. He's running, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's able to, like, climb this wall obstacle, or whatever. Now, Sahara, mm-hmm. what obstacles were there? Or, buddy, how many were there, and what were they? In I the, in the don't order? know how many there were, but I know he had to climb up a wall. Okay. I know he had to, like, swing on a rope, and, like, I know he had to do the tire thing. Right, so and I think he had to do walk on the line, right? Like balancing beam. So yeah, those four things mm-hmm. were it. There was the wall obstacle, Yay! the tires, the balance log, mm-hmm. and then the rope swing. Uh, what, what order did he do them in? I have no idea. Do you know? Yes. No. Because I know. I wrote it down. Okay, tell me. 
he does the wall climb. Okay. And then he runs to the through the tires, the okay. balance log, and then the rope swing last. And then he's running toward the finish line, and he collapses and passes out. Like I know, it's kind of like, disappointing. And the thing is, he doesn't just cla- uh, collapse and thud. He just slides. He slides. <laughs> which is probably apart from like him running uh-huh. and like having like sweat under his uh, yes, like uh, uh, like uh, in his man boobs. <laughs> like if, if that makes it to visualize it for the audience, like he has sweat under he there. Sweat and his belly button. I didn't know you could sweat there. Yeah, That's and, and, wild. like all over, and he's like running. But under- he's like beating them. We should probably ask. So yeah, he's beating are, the people. We, we are, it's like 30 seconds in and they have made two fat jokes. Literally! They have made two fat jokes. Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so after that, it cuts to Paul eating dinner with his family. Mm-hmm. And this is that scene I was talking about. Uh, I wrote here, Paul eats dinner with his mother and daughter and enjoys some pie. <laughs> whatever, because he was like, oh, do you want some, his mom's like, do you want some pie? He's like, no, mom, I can't. Well, since you said pie i'll take some pie <laughs> it's like this like back and forth thing i know and he spreads peanut butter on it he's like oh. he put, yeah like he's he, like because his daughter who is maya played by rainy rodriguez she's like oh dad i'm so sorry you didn't pass and he's like no it's okay you know peanut butter can just you know fill the holes in the gaps feel the pain, feel the pain. <laughs> and they're like okay dad so like uh his daughter's like yeah dad we want you to be happy me and grandma but like uh you said that because yeah, I guess their mom had left or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as it's explained in the movie, as it's explained in the movie, uh, this kid's mom, Paul's ex-wife, or whatever, married Blart for U.S. citizenship and then promptly left them once she had it. That's crazy. Which is mean. Well, she stayed long enough to have Maya. I mean, it's true. I suppose. But, uh, yeah. And so... Like, we want you to be happy and have like a partner or whatever and you seem like too focused on work or whatever and so they said and they're like and you said that uh i that we that if you didn't have a girlfriend by christmas that we would set you up like a dating site mm-hmm. and that was last year i know so they're like all right well so they're like oh, okay so they go to set them up a dating site right mm-hmm. uh uh and that's when we learn about like paul's ex-wife or whatever uh and paul and after that, like, they, they kind of make fun of him a little some more. Like, oh, I'll even spice up your resume with this. The grandma like, vi- says this, yeah, the, by the, the way. Yeah, his mom says this. I think I'll spice this up a bit more with this vi- with like, that funny video of yours. Awesome for her for being tech savvy, honestly. I know, but she, and there's the video of Paul, like, doing, like, a, what do you even call this? Like, you know when you're, like, alone in your room and you're just, like, feeling yourself? <laughs> like, it's like that, but it's him, like, out on his driveway. <laughs> With his segue, I might add. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Paul leaves for work the next morning. He opens the garage, <laughs> and out comes him on his Segway. And he, the garage closes behind him. And as he's leaving, uh, Chompers, which is like a dog, I guess. Is that their dog or their neighbor's dog? Uh, starts fall like running after him. He's like, oh, Chompers, go away. <laughs> you made that up. We don't know the dog's name. No, he said Chompers. Like, it said that on screen. Okay. You didn't make that up. You're not that hot. <laughs> anyway, uh, he accidentally like runs it o- runs over Chompers. <laughs> it, it's like, arr, arr. oh, that's so sad. Or whatever. <laughs> I said I wrote my notes. We'll see if Chompers recovers. We d- we didn't. We don't. By the way, it's never it's never canonically could Chompers die. <laughs> anyway, Paul uh, and I wrote here. Paul is the ideal male figure. Uh, <laughs> I'm not joking. I uh, 
Alright, so we see Paul make his way around the mall or whatever, because that's his job. He's a security guard there. Okay, so I wrote in my notes, like, I remember my family would go to the mall all the time and do our Christmas shopping, and I would be so excited to see, like, the decorations and take pictures of Santa. Did you ever do that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm like, the mall is so dead. Hmm. Yeah, but, um, and then... Why, well, do so, want so, to think about that? No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about why malls are dying, but... But anyway, so he goes to the mall, he passes by the ball pit or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and a kid throw, the kids are throwing balls at him. He's, he's, like, keep, he's like, keep the balls inside, please. And one throws, him at his, uh, throws one at his face. I will never let our kid go in the ball pit. Yeah. Also, Sahara told me an interesting fact about this movie, about the ball pit. Oh my god. Do you want to tell me? Do I have to say it again? Yeah, say it to the audience. It's so dumb. You should have recorded yourself the first time. <laughs> okay, so basically they uh, did this movie during the February months of the year. And Imagine if they did this during... Like, so I think they either closed the mall down or they did it when the mall was closed. I can't I can't remember. But the ball pit... There was a ball pit in the in the mall already. But they ha- it was on the other side of the uh, mall. So they moved it over when they decorated it for like Christmas so that they could get a shot of the Macy's store. So like basically just big ass products. And you barely even see the Macy's store. Yeah, either. literally. But yeah, that's my little fun fact other than macy's what other stores did you see that you recognized? i loved that this movie like it wasn't fake stores you know like these were stores that we would see yeah. in our malls like i saw sales yeah i know or, or like dunkin donuts honestly i wish our mall had dunkin donuts that sounds way better than what we got our mall's all right the thing is we just have like three malls and two of them are kind of out there same um but yeah <gasps> Like, it's a generic mall. Like, it feels like our mall. There are no malls in, like, where we live. Like, if that makes sense. I mean, there are, there are like, three in our area, kind mm. of. But, like, they're not, like, the major things they were. I mean, there's still a lot of people there. Mm. Like, two of them. But. Oh, I remember when I was younger, my parents would be like, oh, let's go to the mall for a Saturday. Yeah. Like, I remember doing that, just being there all day. Like, we could be at the mall all day. But now I'm just like, I want to be in here, like, two hours tops. I wish where we were from mm-hmm. still had a mall. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in high school. Did you ever go to the Midwest City one? When I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, was still active. It, like, shut down when we were, like, 10 mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, and, like, the last stores petered out in, like, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, like, kind of closed in, like, 2010. And, like, all that was left was Sears and Dillard's I think Sears and Dillard's mm-hmm. and, then that and Dillard's left like very shortly after that and then Sears left like in 2015 2016 yeah 2015 2016 and that Dillard's has been replaced by I really felt that that was an end of an era when Sears left yeah the Dillard's ended up that air space get, ended up getting replaced into a mega a church a mega church a mega church <laughs> which Okay. And the rest of the mall is still empty. And I wonder if somewhere in that church there's access to the rest of the mall. Mm-hmm. I, Do you remember there used to be a Chick-fil-A in there? There was a Chick-fil-A in the mall? Yeah, there was a Chick-fil-A in the mall. Like when you're about to go into Sears. There's Sears or Dillard's. It was on I didn't outside. know that. Yeah, there was Chick-fil-A. I, I didn't know there was Chick-fil-A there because like literally I, my first time ever having Chick-fil-A was when they built that other place by the mm-hmm. base. Oh, that's cool. Like, on that one? No, on my first time eating Chick-fil-A was in that mall. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I got the nuggets. Damn, I wish you could have it right now. Anyway. Chick-fil-A's expensive, though. Chick-fil-A is expensive, but also, like, cheap, because other places will sell, like, 
chicken sandwiches or nuggets other than McDonald's. I've never had their nuggets. I always get the chicken sandwich. They taste exactly like the sandwich. I wish I could have both. Like, I wish I could have a side of chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But, uh, he's making his way through the mall, and, uh, he gets distracted by this, uh, the new girl, you know? Mm-hmm. The, she's setting up shop there or whatever. He's like, whoa. Yeah. And he, like, uh, he's get so distracted by her that he, like, crashes into, like, the display minivan they oh have there. Oh, God, yeah. Which was, and he left, like, a dent in it. I didn't realize it until we see the scene later, but, like, we, there's, like, he left a dent in it. All for Gemma Maze. Yeah, all for the laughs. Uh, but anyway... And so when he gets like the security offices, he like looks at the cameras. I know, like a fucking creep. Yeah, uh, he's like a creep, and he like looks at the cameras like to find her, and he does. He like zooms in on her. He's just like obsessing over. Mm. And his co other coworker shows up. He's like, "Hey, Paul. By the way, we never learned this guy's name." <laughs> there are several characters you don't learn their name until much later. Or at all. Yeah, like there's some you just. Anyway, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about this later. Anyway. And they're like, hey, want, to meet, want, you, want you to meet the new guy, uh, Vec, Ski, uh, sorry, Vec Sims. I, and say, when I was like, what was his name? Sahara was like, Vec Sims. And she said it fast, and so I wrote it V-E-C-K-S-I-M-S, like all one word. Mm-hmm. It's Vec, like V-E-C-K, and then Sims. Like, like the, the game. Well, but there's another M. Okay. S-I-M-M-S. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So Paul's giving him some training or whatever, showing him around the mall, and they're like, they see this old man drive by, like, on an electric scooter real fast. Yeah. Well, well you know, like, a, the scooter chair, I guess, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And they're like, oh, hold up, we're, let's get him, and then you turn on, like, their little police light or whatever to go get him. And they're like, and he, he finally gets in the pullover over, like, the intercom thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, we're gonna is- issue a citation for reckless scooter driving. <laughs> well, he doesn't say scooter, but I had the scooter in there for context. Yeah whatever and the man's like and he starts driving off and Paul's like sir hold on like holds <laughs> onto his cart and the man just kind of drags him yes alright would you like to take over Sahara okay so we then cut to Paul riding around Amy's wig kiosk and she noticed that and she notices this and asks if he needs anything and he's like yeah I just wanted can I get a <laughs> I by the way oh sorry go ahead Sorry, I just remember something. Okay. He says, I just wanted to walk you to our mall, and she tells him, thank you. He tells her that he is looking to do some hair extension on his head, and I literally put that he could have, like, said he had a daughter, or why didn't he just say he was shopping for her for Christmas? Yeah, but, so, literally, uh, I, would, I was looking this up before we started recording, mm-hmm. um, the Segway, or whatever, mm-hmm. invented in a, was brought to market in 2001, okay. or whatever, but, like... And le- this movie was made in 2009, which means in less than 10 years, Segways became associated with mall cops. That's so funny. Yeah. I just think it's funny. That is funny. So she asks if he was the guy that crashed into the car earlier. And he tries to deny this, but the camera cuts to the damaged car. And he's like, yeah, that was me. She asks if he's okay, and he says, yeah, but they're docking his paycheck. And I said I never caught that when I was younger, and that honestly really sucks. She tells him that he should sell the tape to one of those TV shows that people crush into stuff. And he tells her that he should, he should so he can get into early retirement. And I said, this scene is so hard to watch. Like, it's giving me secondhand embarrassment. 
Amy then checks to see what she has for him as he calls in his position in the radio to try and impress Amy. And the guy responds like, I don't give a shit and we clearly don't do this. And I said, I honestly feel so bad for him. Like he clearly cares, cares about his job. And I just think it's awful he gets shit on because he's not a shitty guy. Like he sticks to the rules and he he was paid to do, but everyone else is only there for a paycheck and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean... It does kind of suck that it seems like he's the only one who, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, mall security guard, but he, he's... The rest kind of just, like, don't care. Yeah. You know? I would hate to work in that environment. Really? No matter what it is. If yeah. I'm, like, the only one who was like, all right, guys, let's get it done, I would hate it. Yeah. She then tells him it must be hard to be a security guard, and he laughs at her. And he's like, yeah, there's a huge controversy in the industry. We should be called security or officer. Oh, no, it's not like that. It was like, oh, you must have heard me say security guard or something. He, like, is like, oh, well, I'll have you know that uh, it's okay. You call me the right thing, like security guard or officer. And that's when he goes into that. It reminds me of when you're trying to tell me something about Reddit. (laughs) Okay. So you're, you're mean. I also put this scene is so hard to watch. It's literally like watching your parents try to flirt, and you realize your said parent has zero game. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> children of divorced parents. Uh. <laughs> so Paul then asks if she's ready for Black Friday, and she tells him that Black Friday falls on her birthday this year, and she probably won't get a card because everyone is shopping. As she tries to match wigs to Paul's shade, she Do tells you him that eggs. <laughs> Is that funny? No. So why'd you lie? She tells him that she thinks Autumn Ash is his color and he pays for the wig. And here he we learn that her name is Amy and she calls him officer, which makes him blush. Um, then this asshole of a guy comes over telling Paul he likes his shirt and makes fun of his size. And I said if this were me in this situation, I would choose violence. So Paul tries to save face by saying his shirt is, is form-fitting because of the prote- protective vest he has to wear. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't think so. And Paul's like, yeah, it's like a thermal. So he starts laughing, and the guy's like, why are you laughing? I just called you fat. And I said, what a fucking asshole. I would have punched him. And also, Amy was just standing there, and I would have died of secondhand embarrassment if someone did that. And if I was there, I would have walked away. Like, dude, I would have been like, oh, my job. So, the guy who plays that asshole, mm-hmm. you, I think we learn his name later, mm-hmm. but anyway, his name is Stuart, mm-hmm. or whatever, in the movie. He goes by Stewie. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, his name's Stuart. But, uh, uh, I, I looked him up, mm-hmm. the guy who plays him, he has a 9-11 controversy. What? Uh, his name, his name, real name, Steven, uh, Ranazisi, mm-hmm. or Ren- just Ranazisi, mm-hmm. or whichever. Uh, Ranazizi lied about working in the South Tower on the World Trade Center what at Merrill Lynch fuck? on the 54th floor during the September 11 attacks and described his experience escaping death. What he had said fuck? the events inspired him to move to LA and pursue stand-up comedy. In September 2015, after being contacted by a, contacted by a reporter from the New York Times for an article debunking his claim, uh, Razanazi uh, admitted his story was a lie. Razanazi was never employed by Merrill Lynch, the company he said earlier, mm-hmm. which did which did not have officers. Wait, oh, sorry, which did not have offices in the World Trade Center then. That's so, wild. so not only was he not employed by them, but mm-hmm. they didn't even have offices there. That's wild. What a wild thing to lie about. I know. I wonder why he's such an asshole. 
So this guy tells Amy that a bunch of people are going to this restaurant after the mall closes and she should come and he walks away and Paul's still there and Amy is just says wow in disbelief. Paul then gets a call that he's needed in Victoria's Secrets and so that's when he tells Amy bye and she's like okay bye and he makes this really long goodbye like drawn out as he drives off in his segue. Yeah. So then we cut like to him coming up to the shop and these two women are fighting over the last push-up bra in their size. And the cashier of the store tells them that there will be a new shipment tomorrow and that will be here by noon if they wait. The older lady says that she needs this one now because she has a date tonight. And the semi-younger lady asks if her date is blind. So the older lady drops her drink on the other lady's shoe. And Paul's like, okay ladies, now I need to see some ID. And the older lady's like, no you don't. So Paul's mm-hmm. sensing this becoming hostile. Does the illusion of the gun manure, telling her that he can make a citizen's arrest. And she tells them that she can't do she wanted to. Right, yeah. And then, the, and then the lady who, like, called for security, I assume, was like, she could. Like, bro, no <laughs> one asked. I said I think it's really funny that he was banking on her not knowing any police jargon. Mm-hmm. So he tells the women to step over with him, and he tells her that he understands her problem because he has weight issues, too. And she's like, are you calling me fat? He's like, no, no, of course not. And he tries to explain that they were both on this in the same boat trying to fill a void. And he noticed that once he started eating healthy, he wasn't so moody. And that if she does the same, her skin will start clearing up. And I yeah. said, which is like, what a fucking dick thing to say to someone. Because even if he is genuinely meaning this with, like, good intentions, but, like, terrible execution, he is subconsciously saying these things because people have said this to him. So, in a way, he's bullying this woman to make himself feel better. Yeah, like... It's so fucking shitty. I wrote here that he, uh... Uh... God, what did I say? Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul intervenes terribly and gets attacked by one of the women. (laughs) Yeah, she literally takes off her earring and she like punches. She's like, her. she she takes off her earring. She's like, can you hold these? He's like, yeah, sure, hold that his hand. And then he she just clocks him. Literally, bro. And like, so she's literally like kicking his ass, and everyone is watching. And Paul calls for backup for Sims, but he's just standing there. Mm-hmm. So next we cut to a disheveled Paul as he tells Sims that backup is disheveled, a huh? A little bit. It's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> he tells Sims that backup is a universal term for help. So we then cut to Paul icing his head as you see Amy in the camera again. He goes to spy on her while she closes her kiosk for the night. Like, I know this is supposed to be romantic, but it is so creepy and he will get a complaint on you. I know. So Paul catches up with her asking if she would like a lift on his Segway. He tells him You wanna ride? <laughs> she tells him okay as they hop in together riding through the mall yeah, as eighties music plays. He takes her all the way to her car out in the parking lot. Which is like she's the real she's close she's parked really close to the mall. Mm-hmm. Also outside the mall it says legal fish. Yeah, yeah, this is fish, like, legal fish market, I think. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. That is not what it says, it says legal shop, like, legal fish shop or something like that. Yeah, legal fish something. Yeah, but but I don't think it's market. Yeah. And it's really funny. As opposed to illegal fish market. (laughs) So, Amy drives a 65 Mustang, and Paul gives her facts about the the car as an excuse to talk to her longer. She tells him thank you for the ride as she goes to get in her car. Paul then tells her if she ever needs a ride anywhere to just dispatch him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, or I can text you. And he doesn't have his phone on him, so he tells her he'll remember her number, and she gives it to him, asking if he's eating out with the rest of the mall crew tomorrow. He tells her that he will be there, so next we just... Oh. 
yeah. So he tells her he'll be there. Yeah. And then we cut to uh, Joe's, which is the restaurant. It's a karaoke bar. And we see Amy, and she waves him over, and he uh, takes, like, several minutes before he, like, goes over to her. Uh-huh. And they're, like, happy to see each other. And he's about to give her another fun fact about the restaurant, but then that asshole from earlier shows yeah, up. Yeah, what an asshole. And he's like... He's like, hey, he, like, he, like, gives her... He gives Amy, like, 20 bucks to go buy a drink or whatever. He's like, oh, hey... No, uh, no, before that, he's, he tells Amy, he's like, hey, you want to get out of here? And she looks at him, she's like, no. And she like, because she was to talking Paul. to Paul. Yeah, and she tells herself, Paul, she's like, as you were saying. Which I thought was really Well, no, it wasn't sweet. like that. It was like, he, like, walked up and was like, this place sucks. You want to get out of here? I know. Like, he's literally killing the vibe, bro. It's not the vibe. Stop. So, Paul finishes his fun fact, and that asshole takes the opportunity to embarrass him by bringing up the Victoria's Secrets thing. And Paul was smart to say that he says, well, I don't hit women. And that asshole is like, oh, just minivans, right? And people are like, dude, what the fuck? I know. I'm honestly killing them. So, he hands Amy money, telling her to go buy some girly drink, and I would have resented the yeah. hell and out then, of that. And then she's like, oh, hey, Stuart's buying. Uh, does anyone else want drink? He's, he's like, like, no, he's no, like no, no, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. Whatever. She goes and buys herself a drink or whatever. Then he turns to Paul. He's like, hey, so yeah, me and Amy are pretty much all already together. He says, he says they're basically he's, together. Yeah, he said they're basically together. Right Which away. means, like, I get the vibe that Amy is new. And, like, she probably started her kiosk, like, that week. Yeah. Why does everybody... Like, I feel like this is the same, like, Pam. Blonde women are... She's uh, not blonde. She's, she's a redhead. But well, oh, well, she was wearing the blonde wig. Yeah, but, I mean, she's a redhead. But, like, um... She has the Pam from The Office problem. Like, she's a boring-looking woman that everyone seems to be attracted to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't see it. I know. I literally don't. Well, I said. And I, I put in my notes that I would never, like, do that, and I hate how some girls in film are played up to be oblivious to things, which would not fly in real, real life, and it's honestly annoying. Uh-huh. So... But Paul backs down saying, like, oh, I didn't know, I, was, I wasn't I was trying anything, and I said, I would just like to point out that this asshole guy is literally just the same way as my dad did circa 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Little gold chain, big t-shirt. Gold chain. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. So Sin comes to the rescue by saying, okay, but I mean, you sell pens, and everyone's just trying you to have some pens. fun. Yeah, I know. He gets in Sim's face for, like, a second, and, like, okay. Yeah, at this point, I thought Sims was going to be cool. I know. I, I, I forget. I'd seen this movie years ago, and mm-hmm. I forgot what actually happened. Yeah. I guess... We'll see. We'll, we'll get there later. So, we see Paul have a nacho eating contest with Leon, and I said that's such a waste of nachos. Whoop, whoop. We should go get nachos tomorrow. This is mm. amazing. Yeah. My sister used to make nachos, and do you know what she would do? What? Tortilla chips yeah. on the plate. Yeah. Slices of American cheese. <laughs> Microwave. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's nasty. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Nachos sound amazing. Congratulations. Oh my god. So Paul then realizes that the nachos have peppers in them and finds a drink to cool his mouth down with lemonade, but it's really a margarita. We then cut to a drug Paul as he messes with like another coworker and orders more drink. And I thought to myself, why wouldn't they just have cut him off? Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't mention this earlier, but there's this guy singing karaoke while all of this is going on. And he's singing Runaway by Bon Jovi. And he's got that stage presence, and it honestly oh, cracks me up. Oh, you're a little runaway. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. 
So Paul is acting like a huge jerk with Amy while he dances aggressively on the dance floor and gets on stage go, go. and pushes the guy off the stage and rips his shirt and goes flying out the window. He's like, yeah! And flies through the window. <laughs> it's a chaotic scene. So next we cut to Thanksgiving Day, and as Bart, the family, eats their dinner, Maya asks if they should check um, his dating profile to see if he got any matches. He says no, and he goes to bed, and his mom is like, do you want me to make you a special lunch for tomorrow? And he says no, and no, he walks away, but, but he comes back, and he's like, Sloppy Joe would be nice. Sloppy Joe would be nice, and but, uh... he walks away. <laughs> he walks away again, and he comes back for a third time, he's saying, like, or, you know, like, you can add some sweet potatoes, but, you know, like, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he finally walks away. But then he goes to his room, and he plays really sad, depressing 80s music, and then goes to check his dating profile, and he says he has no matches. That is so sad. That's very uncool. He then checks the receipt that Amy gave him, and he starts crying, which is like, oh my fucking god, just breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Maya comes in to check up on him, and she tells him that there are other fish in the, in the sea, and he just has to keep looking, because once someone takes the time to get to know the real you, all bets are off. I thought that was really sweet, but I really hate that Maya has to take up the counselor role for her dad. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I, it does seem cool how close they seem as a family, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, kind of, like, sad, because yeah. it, it feels like they all kind of just pity Paul. I know. Which, I mean, valid. Like, he, what happened to him kind of sucked. Yeah. Because, by the way, Paul passed out. I don't know if it's been brought up yet in the mm-hmm. movie. Paul passed out during that police chain thing because he's hypoglycemic, mm-hmm. and so he ran out of blood sugar. <sighs> Or not ran out, but, you know, it dipped too low. Yeah. Or just, just say diabetes, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, but, like, there, there's differences. Like, there's type 1, type 2. Okay. Type 3 that I just created. Sorry. So she tries to remind him that her and her grandma still love him very much, and Paul is blowing his nose as she says this, and he bends over to throw the tissue away, and she sees Paul has a tramp stamp of the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> What'd you think of that tattoo? It was a nice tattoo to be Honestly, low-key, yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I thought so, too. I, if it was a little smaller, I feel like I'd put it, like, right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's a cute tattoo. Ooh, going for the ankle tat strap. Yeah, I know, literally. So Maya's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, when did you have time to get a tattoo? And he tells her he got it done last night during his drunkenness. And she just confronts, or not comforts him. Mm-hmm. So next we cut to Black Friday, and Paul goes up to Amy and tries to explain himself. And, like, honestly... Not the first time watching, but the second time that I was watching it with you, she looked hella annoyed that he was coming over. Like, she looked pissed. Yeah. I was like, oh no. And he tells her that a lot of people write him off and that he understands if she would too, but only asking if she doesn't. Yeah, because he felt bad because he kind of embarrassed himself and her. Yeah. Because everyone was like, oh yeah, because she was like, oh, everyone, this is Paul, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Kind of sucks. Yeah, I know. She tells him that she has to go. And he says that he understands, but she tells him to text her so that our boy still has a chance. Yeah. yeah but he's like, uh, what's your number or whatever? No, that what happened in the beginning. Here oh. He has her number. Oh, well, yeah. It's locked yeah, in his brain. Right. Yeah. He, uh, did, did we mention that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, was making, I thought we did. But yeah. Anyway. So, uh, he, while this is happening or whatever... And I, I think a scene before this, kind of, like, you see some guys setting up something, but, like, while this is happening, some guys are, uh, 
taking like over the mall. Well, Amy had gone to like the bank to cash her paycheck or whatever, yeah. and um, Stuart was there, and she was like, "Oh, great, not this guy." <laughs> but then uh, Sims shows up too, and she's, he's in like he's like, "Oh, Fridays," you know. I know, just being so like so likable. Yeah, I, not only that, but I was just like. Okay. Because well, he seemed cool. I'm, yeah, but I mean, like, you work at the mall, so, like, Fridays aren't really, like, probably. I mean, you stop to work tomorrow, you know? Well, yeah. Well, it's Black Friday, so I think. But they're not off tomorrow. Whatever, you get the point. I guess. But anyway, and so... But don't forget to mention that Paul went to go buy his cell phone. Yeah, so Paul he Paul was looking to go buy a cell phone, and uh, the cell phone owner shop, he's like, because Paul's like, $300, mm-hmm. which... Come on, $300. For a cell phone, that sounds wild. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are cheaper phones, but yeah. you know, but like the newer phones. Um, but anyway, and, he, and the guy's like, "Tell you what, I'll let you have my daughter's phone because she's being punished uh, for, I guess, talking to some guy, or whatever." He's mm-hmm. like, "Cause she was talking to some guy, and he she went and, over her minutes. She went over her minutes, like <laughs> talking to some guy or whatever." And he's like, "So until she decides to turn her life around, <laughs> you can have her phone." And I was like, "Damn." Can you imagine if your parents gave your phone they away? They would do that. They would. Because you need to turn your life around, oh and your, your life around was just talking to boys. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, but he's... So, and he takes the phone, which I think is funny. Yeah, I know. But I think it's important to mention that, like, while inside the mall, like, Leon calls Paul over, and he tells him that he knows he's been feeling down, so he got him this uh, bottle of hot sauce called Devil's Crotch. And I said, honestly, would love to see that sauce featured in the hot ones, preferably for Timothy Chalamet's interview. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, um... So while this all was happening, there's those people breaking into the mall. Mm-hmm. And Paul's heading back to like wherever I guess he's just patrolling mm-hmm. and the arcade owner of the mall is like, Hey Paul, I don't wanna I wanna run down to the bank real quick and cash his paycheck before they close mm-hmm. which your bank's open at like I know ten at night. I know. Anyway. But uh uh he's like, Can you cover the arcade for me? And they're like, Yeah sure. He's like, Yeah sure, I guess. He's like, Paul, are you okay? He's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Because you know he's had a he, he felt bad about Amy, mm. and so he uh he's in there, he locks the door or whatever. Okay, can I just point something out in the arcade? There were kids in there, right? Yeah, there were kids, but he lets them out. But I think it's like while he's closing it, I just I like I know this is super irrelevant, but they have a Sims two poster in the scene, and I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> Goes to the arcade to play the Sims. Literally, bro. Anyway, so Paul tries out this one uh game, mm-hmm. and it's a it's it's honestly, a running game. It's a cool looking game. Like yeah. it's like a treadmill. You would play that. I thought it looked cool. Like it if it was at up down or something. Like, uh, it, it's like them. a treadmill, mm-hmm. and there's a screen in front, and it's like hurdles. Yeah, well, and it has the, the, and the, the game is like decathlon or something. Yeah, and there's like this sexy referee. She's like, mm, mm. that's literally what she sounds like. Oh, whatever. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, and an- another fat joke Paul can't even do fake exercise, <laughs> you know? Like in the treadmill, you're supposed to jump and it'll sense you for the hurdles or whatever, which I don't see how that'd work. Yeah. Because I think it would just assume every step is jumping. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and so he goes to try out Guitar Hero. Uh, he fucking kills it. Yeah, he kills it on. Oh, actually, no, it's Rock Band. It's mm-hmm. Rock Band. Yeah, it is Rock Band. I played both. I kind of like preferred Rock Band. No, Rock Band was better. Rock Band, would, rock band was it had better songs. Everyone knew Guitar Hero, but Rock Band was better. Yeah, literally. But anyway, the, the superior uh, cousin. Anyway, but um. And so while again while this is happening, these guys break into the mall. Mm-hmm. Like they uh, hide these cameras around everywhere so they can see. Mm-hmm. And they uh, event in like the food court type area, kind of. Uh, they basically be like, everyone, everyone out, out, out of the shop, get out of the shop now. Like everyone out, and they're like holding up guns. And I stuff. know while riding like bicycles. And I pull out my gun. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of South Park lately. <laughs> 
and I pulled out my gun. <laughs> so they're chasing everyone out with like. And I'm gonna stop popping. <laughs> they're chasing everybody with uh, bicycles and like. Yeah, like bicycles and skateboard and parkour, and they're going around. And I'm like, bro, where did you find these dudes? The fucking X Games? Literally. So all hell breaks loose in the mall. And these bad guys just the shoppers out with skateboards and they get rid of all the security guard yeah. as everyone we recognize gets held up in the bank. And I said I'd be hella pissed if I was picking up my check before I left home. Why did, to get I have to, why did I have to be a character with a name? I know, bro. <laughs> we do see two people there that we don't know. Yeah. There's like four hostages total. There's uh, Amy, mm-hmm. uh, Stuart, Sims, uh... Leon. Uh, Leon, like the cell phone shop owner. No, Leon's the. Uh, or or no, the, the arcade owner. No, yeah, the arcade owner's There's there. There's Leon with the hot sauce, the arcade the owner. The cell phone guy's there, I believe, and Leon is the guy who owns the hot sauce kiosk. Yeah, and then there's just two other random guys. Yeah, so people, there's yeah. seven hostages, mm-hmm. but we find out, and I'm skipping a bit here, but we'll go back to where we were, mm-hmm. but we find out that Sims is not only a part of them. He's, oh, this happens right now. Yeah, he's leading the group. Yes. Or whatever. Because they're like, everyone, get down. And Amy's like, Sims, what are you doing? He's mm-hmm. just like, hmm. I know they slide him a gun, and he's like, oh, it was me all along. You thought it was over. And, huh. and when I say y'all, when I tell you when I was younger, I was so shocked. I was like, <gasps> like I remember gasping the first time I saw this. That kind of had you gagged there, not going to lie. Uh, so, like, I just think it's so funny if he's like, like, Sims is like, Oh, are you surprised? I'm not the bumbling idiot like you thought I was. I was a mastermind this whole time. Mwahaha. He doesn't literally say that. But honestly, he's giving Neville vibes. Does he look like Neville Powerman for iCarly? Not Neville. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Neville Pfefferman? Also, in our notes, I, since I didn't know his name, Stuart is listed as asshole guy, <laughs> by the way. Like, we didn't know his name. Or we didn't pay attention. Uh, anyway, the police show up to the mall, or whatever, like, they surround it, because I guess someone, because people call the police, like, one of the security yeah, guards yeah, the, that was leaving the mall mm-hmm, called the police. They're anyway, the boss. Yeah, and so, uh, Paul leaves the arcade, and he's like, like, he looks around, he's like, oh, closing time already? I know. <laughs> anyway... Uh, and I forget why didn't he check his phone there he didn't oh he had one but it wasn't used to have it yeah that's cause it goes off it goes off and it yeah. plays the ringtone is got that good do you remember that song mm-hmm. I remember my anyway and, uh, he's like oh where'd everybody go uh, and, and anyway, and Sims uh, in the bank cause I guess they knew where they were is called by the police who asked for his demands and he's like I want silence and hangs up the phone he said something else he's like oh yeah I'll have a happy meal and uh but with the uh drag uh, with the dinosaur you're toy. missing important plot point. which one okay so you know how his phone rings and he answers it and it's that girl's ex-boyfriend do you remember him who oh yeah 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 and he's like oh, do you feel alive when you're with her and he's like dude what <laughs> dude what and that's when we find out that he tracks his girlfriend's cell phone which is somehow important later yeah i'm like <laughs> That's so fucking creepy. I would have broke up with him too. Also, he has a Bluetooth like earpiece in. <laughs> that shit was so corny. Yeah. My dad used to wear those all the time. I bet he did. Did your dad? Wear- I feel like your dad did. My dad wears them now. <laughs> uh, he wears them. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> like surrogate earpods, like everybody else. <laughs> he. My grand, my grandma has them too. His mom, <laughs> it runs in the family. So expect to see me with one twenty years. <laughs> no, it'll just be a single AirPod, AirPod version tens. Um, but anyway, 
And she passed this awkward phone call. He's like, oh, while you're at the mall, uh, go... What, what did he say while you're at the mall? So, okay. So, they, Paul hangs up. And Paul thinks it's closing time and just that everyone must have left really fast. But then we cut back to the bank and Sins is telling his team that he wants them to hit these specific stores. And he gives one of his goons this machine for the codes so that they can have access to the credit cards. And the codes change every day and to make sure that they have the code for Friday. Yeah. Which they all run on their arms with like invisible ink. Yeah. And I said that it's giving the early 2000 diary that you would lock up if you didn't know the password. And you can write in invisible ink because I ate that shit up. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I had that. Oh, yeah? I, I loved it. I loved it. Cute. So, the goons start their little missions the to the stores. Yeah, that's what they call them. And they start parkouring, and it's the so boring. <laughs> you made fun of me when I called... Uh, what you said thugs. Okay, that's completely... <laughs> uh, that And goons isn't stupider? No, because oh, they God. are goons. Because they're, they're goofy. Okay. <laughs> The fucking parkour gang. They're literally parkouring when nobody's even looking. Like they didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? The Jer- the Jersey X gang. <laughs> so the police go to the back of the store, but I guess they brought explosives with them to get them to back up as the other it's guys start destroying. Yeah, also, the it wasn't even an explosion. It was just a flashbang. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which sauce the police? Yeah. So anyway, and you, then like the their their tech guy was like they're running just like you said they would. I know. And I was like, <laughs> corny as shit, bro. <laughs> but like, do you remember that guy like smashing all the cameras? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, why would you do that? Like now you can't see anything around the mall. Yeah. Like I thought they kind of blinded themselves. Like I know why they did it later, but I just thought that was stupid. Yeah, I don't know why they smashed a wall right there. It was kind of a... Well, they were trying to not get the the police to hack them, I guess. That doesn't make any sense. I know. That doesn't make no sense. So as Paul rides around the mall, he starts to get suspicious that something might be wrong. Because he passes by the Dunkin' Donuts with all the donuts and shit still there when they usually get taken by the end of the night. Yeah, he was like, yeah, they usually get taken to the mission. Paul's on his sus mode. He's like, do-do-do-do. So back at the bank... If I was in a abandoned mall... Well, not an abandoned mall. If I was in, like, a closed mall, like, they locked me in, um, robbing the Dunkin' Donuts. They don't have a Dunkin' Donuts. Like, if it's, if I was in a situation like this, where I was in the bathroom or something, and I realized that the mall got taken over by terrorists. Oh, bro, yeah, I'm going over there taking their fucking... (laughs) (laughs) A fucking monster house. (laughs) Like, runs off, comes back, and runs off again. So, back at the bank, Sim tells his hostages that they need to tie each other up and give up their cell phones and do as he says. Amy hides hers underneath her, which is, like, so bold. And she tells Sims that she does not have one, and they believe her yeah. for some reason. I mean, Paul doesn't have one, so, I mean, it's not... I mean, I point. guess. I mean, I feel like everybody... In 2009, though. But I feel like everybody had a phone in 2009. Yeah. Like... So, Sim tells Amy that he also had a crush on her, and he's hoping she would join him, which is really wild, because there's no scene where they even had, like, interacted together, so I thought that was really weird. I thought that was interesting. So, we learn that that asshole's guy's name is Stewie, which is, like, really fitting, and Sims is like, oh, it's okay if I hit on your girlfriend, and Stewie's like, what, she's not my girlfriend, and Sims is like, that's not what you said at the restaurant, you said that you two are basically together, and Stewie's like, no, no, I said she's into leather. I said she's into leather. (laughs) What a fucking bitch. (laughs) I hate that guy. (laughs) I I said that honestly got a chuckle out of me. 
fake ass, bro. Yeah, so anyway, so Paul, he's like discovered by the robbers. He like he sees them in there. I know, he yeah, was he like discovered up, for a while. And yeah, I thought yeah, he was so walking weird. around, I'm like, no one sees this. Do Literally. But like, he was like, uh, he, he saw two of the, the, the robbers or whatever in like a store trying to get to the, open their credit card machine. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, hey guys, the mall's closed. Uh, you got, you gotta go. And they look and they like start. He sees that they have a gun. He's like, Ugh, and he like books it on a Segway, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. I was like, those guys get some speed to them for real. Yeah, I mean, they're like a bike, but or whatever. But anyway, so Paul is able to like evade them or whatever. Mm-hmm. He like kind of hides in like a back room mm-hmm. and like go past or whatever. And, but Paul's able to like actually escape them all. Like he like, he calls the police. Mm-hmm. His, he calls his boss or whatever. They're like, yeah, we're out here with the police, dude, or whatever. <laughs> Or he, they, I don't know, I don't know who he calls about us, but anyway, and uh, uh, and Paul, Paul like walks out the mall door, and mm-hmm. as he's leaving, he sees, because this was a plot point earlier, he sees Amy's car, yeah, uh, sixty-five, mm-hmm. a, a yellow nineteen sixty-five Ford Mustang, mm-hmm. uh, and, right? And he was like, oh my god, and he's like, uh, they're like, what is he doing? Is he about to cry? <laughs> or whatever, and he like, uh, runs back into the mall to go like save Amy or whatever. Uh, anyway. Paul, he's able to like two two uh, two of them, uh, a woman and a man, like start chasing after him or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think their names were Donner mm-hmm. and Blitzen. Mm-hmm. They're all the all the all of them are named after Santa's reindeer, because mm-hmm. I guess this is a Black Friday shopping. Yeah. So uh, we have the tech guy was in Comet. Mm-hmm. These two are like Donner and Blitzen mm-hmm. and whatever. The guy with the long hair, I think, is Rudolph. Yeah, the, the snowboard, no, snowboard, the skateboarder, long hair dude is Rudolph. What is so sweats and Santa Claus? Mm, maybe he is the mastermind. So who knows? <laughs> he's just the—he's an angry elf. So Paul uses his segue to get away and enters the store, and he sees the vent and decides to crawl inside to have his feet dangling like the other mannequins. Yeah, there's other mannequins hanging from this like mm. vent or whatever, and their feet are just because I guess they sell all shoes as well. But their shoes are pants. I think I think they're like an athletic like clothing yeah. store or whatever. But anyway, so he decides like because he's wearing black pants and the mannequins are too. So like, oh, let me uh. So, yeah, he's wearing black pants like the other mannequins. He's like, oh, this should work. And he hangs his feet there. They walk in, like, where is he? Mm-hmm. And then they hear, like, his stomach starts rumbling. So, mm-hmm. another fat joke. Uh, we need the fat joke counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, his stomach starts rumbling or whatever. And he's like, oh. And they're like, do you hear that? And they eventually realize that those feet dangling are his and they mm-hmm. pull on him. And he's, like, trying to hang on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess it finally... Well, he's able to crawl into the vent. Yeah, he, he crawls into the vent mm-hmm. or whatever. And they, uh start pun- puncturing it with like I this rod know. that they had that they got from the store mm-hmm. oh they start puncturing it or whatever and they're like oh he's gotta go and he's like starts like trying to climb to evade them and he falls mm-hmm. like the vent collapses and he uh knocks out the, the woman or whatever mm-hmm. and the guy runs off do we don't really see him run off but like no we don't see him run off but paul says that because it looked like they both got knocked unconscious but yeah. he, when paul gets to i guess they one of them ran off mm-hmm. and so he like throws the the woman or whatever mm-hmm. into a storage closet and locks mm-hmm. it or whatever. So already, and this is what I mean. This movie is very diehard because like the villains didn't know he was there. He mm-hmm. he went upstairs for like something, mm-hmm. and uh, he lost his shoes in the process, and mm-hmm. that's why he like trying to creep around because like, there's broken glass everywhere. Yeah. But um, anyway, but yeah, that's the point. It, this movie comes off as very diehardy because he's just like taking them out one by one. I'm dead. But so we then cut to Sims being informed that two of his goons have been silent lately, which pisses him off. And one of his goons tells maybe that they should start killing the hostages to make Paul not come to him. And Sims is like, having hostages is the only thing keeping the cops outside. 
We then see all the goons. Which, like, duh, that's why you have hostages. So they lock up all the exit with chains. Yeah. And then we see the SWAT. Which, the exits are glass doors. (laughs) They're glass doors. Yeah. Someone could still get in if they wanted to. I know. It'd be a little difficult, but Mm. there'd be glass, but... They, they locked up, like, those glass doors that malls have, you know, with chains. I'm like, all right. Like, also, like, the malls don't have massive windows, too. <laughs> oh, no. So, the SWAT team arrives, and this guy who's in charge of the SWAT team is also an asshole. Also, uh-huh. not all of them have guns. The SWAT team? No, the the robbers or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they have, like, two guns, three guns, maybe, mm-hmm. and there's, like, seven of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what happens when one guy gets caught? Literally. And he's all the way across the mall. You know, you wouldn't think they would have brought enough guns for, for everybody. They didn't die hard. <laughs> also, in Die Hard, they were, like... They were they, they just started blasting. <laughs> like, they walked in, the security guard was like, can I help you? And they just waste them. Oh, like, my gosh, that's so sad. I know! It's like... <gasps> Damn, they were oh they were kidding around. Goodness. So then we see Paul try to super spy by doing some moves but failing miserably at it. Yeah. Um, he's able to get an eye on the hostages and tells the cops outside. Then he sees Amy and he gets all weird about it. He's, he's like, my precious or whatever. He's like, like Paul, you're still on the radio. I know it's so weird. Uh, anyway. So uh, the SWAT guy wants to know who that is. Then he learns it's Paul Blart. The SWAT guy's name is something Kent. Uh, I had it pulled up here. Uh. Commander James Kent. Yeah, Jimmy. And he's like, oh, I used to go to school with him and we bullied him we, harshly. We used to bully him harshly. Who would I admit know. that? Why would you admit that? So Jimmy asked Paul if he remembers him setting him on fire at the Pump Pancake Festival. And Paul's like, yeah. Hi, Jimmy. Sorry, sorry I remember you hearing so- saying something like friend. It's so awful. So Jimmy tells him that he's ready to send his boys in and that he doesn't want Paul to compromise. I'll send my boys in. Doesn't want Paul to compromise the mission. Paul tells him that he doesn't want to talk. Paul, Paul tells him that he wants to talk to the chief, and Jimmy tells him that he no longer has access to the chief. So Paul uh, takes off. Like he comes off the radio and calls his boss to tell him what's going inside the bank. Mm-hmm. So Paul's able to get into the bank without being seen, but the fucking hostages can see him. And I really like how Stewie rolls his eyes when he sees Paul. Like, He's like, "How oh, great!" Like, bruh. I know. I know. It cracks me up, bro. So Paul crawls over and then he's able to see Sims and then runs out while the goons see him running off and they the take goons. the yeah they take the hostages deeper into the bank <laughs> while Paul tells the outside that it was Sims the whole time. Yeah, he's like, guys, it was Sims. How could he? Paul then starts getting chased again and hides in the tanning salon, and one of the goons see him and traps him in there. And they turn on like it's like a, a spray, like spray tan, tan booth. Yeah, it's like a spray tan booth. So he mm. turns it on. But then Paul fights back by pushing the goon into the tanning bed and then hitting him over and over with the door. And I said that got dark super quick. Huh? So Paul then, like, ties him up, trapping him in the bed. And he like, closes the tanning it. Bed. And yeah. the light turns on, he's like, oh, and he, like, grabs, like, the little yes. tanning sunglasses. He said blindness is no joke. And I said, I'm pretty sure the guy's dead, though. Nah. <laughs> he's okay. chilling. Okay. 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 Uh, anyway. But uh, after that, mm-hmm. uh, I think Rudolph, like he, he like he's sight, he's seen by Rudolph mm-hmm. and like this other one. Mm-hmm. Rudolph like, and uh, he gets in the elevator to escape, and as it's like going up, there's like this like ramp for like decorations or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Because I think it's like supposed to be like a factory for like mm-hmm. Santa's presents, and it's like a conveyor belt yeah. looking thing. But anyway, and Rudolph 
uh, the skateboarder, he's able to, like, ramp into the elevator. Yes. And, like, break in. And there's, like, a, like, weird fight thing it's in there. It's his Captain America moment. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Ward's Captain America moment. <laughs> there is an elevator scene in uh, the other movie. Really? That's in, cool. In, in, yeah. Uh, but, um, what am I trying to say? And after, like, an intense fight or whatever on the roof or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, He's like, I think you just ran... Rudolph's like, oh, you can't stop us, something like that. And he's like, you just ran out of ball. He's like, because they're like on the roof there. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, did I? And he like skateboards at him and like, oh, over this like air duct and mm-hmm. onto a lower building mm-hmm. of the mall. And Paul's like, okay. He backs up his Segway. <laughs> he backs up his Segway and jumps after him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he like goes after him and he jumps on him and pushes him through the, mm-hmm. the, the sunroof or mm-hmm. whatever. And they fall all the way like from the roof like to down to the bottom floor into the ball pit mm-hmm. it, this doesn't kill them by the literally. way literally uh, there was a lot of segway stunts I was yeah like, oh and then like God. and then like the segway falls in there and I'm thinking like oh is this gonna hit, kill this guy yeah and like it lands in the pit we don't see it hit anybody and the guy gets out like mm-hmm. Rudolph gets out and, and Paul, Paul's like Paul's like like, like he does like think like a mummy like sit up or whatever like all, like arms straight down holding he the fucking segway res- resurrects it yeah like think like that uh, <laughs> it's like that meme with uh, uh, oh my god who's that wrestler uh, like John Cena no it's like Batista? like gr- The Rock like like the, he's like the scary one Oh yeah, yeah, the one who would bring a coffin. Yeah, yeah. God, what was his name? Shit out not of me. like it's not like Grave Digger. Oh god, maybe it was. No, it's not. Grave Digger's like the monster truck, I think. But uh. Oh god, yeah, he was scary. Who am I trying? I know who you're talking about. You know about. who we're talking about. <laughs> uh, the one who would bring like a coffin, not 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 pallbearer, not. What was his name? I'm just gonna look up scary WWE wrestler, and I'm gonna see the name, and it's gonna piss me off. What is it? They're just showing the Undertaker. The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. Or whatever. And there's like that meme where he like there's this guy like, like because he hears like the thing go off and the Undertaker's like behind him like. <laughs> Why was that so scary? Boom, boom. I remember my dad played the WWE game all the time and he would always. I never lose. watched WWE to be honest. Like Ever? my cousins watched it and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> Like at a young age, I was like, "This is stupid." I was like, "This is amazing." Plus, they would always tease like sex in it all the time. So yeah, I I thought that, and I would always be so excited. I'd be like, "Okay." Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking perv, bro. Yeah, you're a predator. Anyway, uh, somehow in the middle of this, Maya, her daughter, I know, shows up to the mall. And she's also taking because she was gonna she was gonna bring Paul sloppy Joe's remember, mm. and they're like. But they, she didn't see me cops parked outside. <laughs> anyway, she was in the mall and she walked into the bank thinking he that he was there thinking he was there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they and she was taken hostage to, or whatever. Which okay, um, Paul then makes his suit up moment like from Die Hard, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he like calls out Sims. He's like, "I'm coming for you, Sims," and yeah. yeah. Uh, and his voice starts getting like mumbled or whatever mm-hmm. and he like passes out on the floor cause again he's a diabetic <laughs> I guess also by the way he has like a packet of like um he has like a pixie stick like in his like <laughs> shirt pocket mm-hmm. at all times and he, he he does use it later wait oh, okay so after he beats Rudolph or after uh Maya gets captured yeah okay yeah so he asks Maya why she's here she said that she was late for her shift at Foot Locker. 
Okay. And I said, watching this as an adult now, I think she never worked at the mall. She's just dropping those off to her dad, or her dad gave her, like, the access key. Anyway, so we come back to the bank, and Sims is pissed that things are not going as they planned, because nobody's bringing back the codes. So no codes means no money. While they're arguing, Amy takes the opportunity to text Paul back. Leon warns her that Sims is coming back and to hide her phone. Sim walks in asking uh, what they're all talking about, and Leon covers by asking who's really serious about the Happy Meal that he asked for because he's hungry. And Sim gets pissed as Leon looks super disappointed, like, it's not coming, is it? Sim then gets a phone call from the commander, uh, Jimmy, telling him that his boys are ready to come in, and he just My boys! They're ready to get in there. He just has to pick which way he wants to do this, the easy way or the hard way. Which makes me think of that one Spongebob episode. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the easy way or the hard way. Or just sometimes the medium hard way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sim says that that makes a terrible choice and he's picking either before hanging up the phone. We then come back to Maya meeting Amy, and Maya is, like, hyping her dad up, being like, Oh, my dad talks about you all the time, and he's, like, super into you. We then cut back to Paul, and he's, like, in pain. And we think he got injured pretty bad, but it's just a scratch on him. And he puts a nice little Hello Kitty band-aid over it as Amy texts him back, telling him that Maya is there. Paul is able to get on the phone with Maya, and the first thing she asks is how his blood sugar is, which is so freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. He tells her not to worry about him and that he loves her and that he's going to get her in the group out to stay, and that to stay safe for now. We can hear Sims talking about how his goons keep getting picked off one by one. My goons. <laughs> but then he sees a skateboard coming his way and Sims checks, but nobody's there. Mm-hmm. So we then cut to Paul getting battle ready as he goes into a different store, picking up different items. And he's finally able to break the glass door on the Hallmark store. And Wait, get- and don't say why he's there. We just see that he breaks into the Hallmark store. But we know why he's there. Why? Because Amy said that she's not going to get a birthday card because everyone's going to be too, like... So we know why he's there. Well, it would be it would be more romantic if we saved it for the end. Because like, I can imagine you would say it like this because uh, you broke into the Hallmark store to get her a birthday card because she said no one was going to get one from earlier in the movie. You would say it just like that. And I, I know you. <laughs> I'm your fellow co-host. So Amy then texts Paul to tell him that Sim gets gets the code. He's taking all of them to the Cayman Islands. So we but, get an outfit change. Paul Blart is a new man on a new mission. Paul then gets on the intercom to uh, intimidate Sim, telling him to come and get him and that he has the codes. So everyone is super surprised and grateful, but then Paul starts having a low blood sugar and passes out until he sees a piece of candy on the floor with, like, dust and shit and has dirt, and, and it's at, just, he eats it. And at first I thought it was just, like, like it was still on a wrapper. And there was yeah, I did it. too! No, it was the sucker, like, on the floor. So fucking nasty. Simpson asks over the radio when Paul's gonna give up, and Paul says, How about now? I'll meet you at the corner of Nev and, and Er. Ur. That's right, I said never. <laughs> So the rest of the goons go after him, and Paul watches them get closer as he runs into the Rainforest Cafe. So, yeah. So Paul moves into the Rainforest Cafe, mm-hmm. and he, like, kind of, like, lays a trap for them. Yeah. Also, die hard. Also, <laughs> um, very, like, Rambo-esque. Yeah, it was giving kind of alien. Yeah. Like, or Predator or predator. whatever. Well, yeah. that... that who was it in Predator? Was it? It wasn't. That wasn't in Rainforest. It wasn't uh, Sylvester Sloan, though, was it? No, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Schwarzenegger. Um, 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, he, like, lays a trap for them or whatever. And he, like, goes to the kitchen and he sets up, like, a gas... Like, he basically sets up a gas explosion mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, he which, blows like, up the Rainforest Cafe. Like, whoa. And, like, uh, he, he, he kills that guy. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> like, there was a guy in the kitchen, like, he, like, he realized what it was. He was like, no! And, like, it exploded and we're like... Yeah, he's dead. Paul just killed this guy. <laughs> like, I think he's killed everybody. Just know. by head injury alone. He, he's just a serial killer. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> so Paul's able to escape Sims again as Sims like runs out of the mm-hmm. Rainforest Cafe. Uh, Paul takes out, uh, but he hides in like a, a sporting goods store mm-hmm. and he like, or whatever. And Paul and Comet, one of the other guys, he comes in there and Paul, who's disguised as like a, a mannequin wearing like hockey, mm-hmm. a hockey uniform mm-hmm. and holding a hockey stick, he just slap shots yeah. his like legs enough to like to cartoonishly like hit him in the air. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a Mortal Kombat finisher. Like he takes out his legs and he's like floating in the air for a second and then he slaps on his chest down mm-hmm. or whatever. Just obliterated uh, comet or whatever. So Sam's like goes back to the hostages and he's like, "Which one are you talking to, Bart?" And Stewie fucking sings like a canary. Yeah, like he gets in Stewie in Stewart's face and Stewart's like, "Oh, it's Amy." The phone, the phone's under her right leg right there. I was like, he's like, that was a close one, guys. I would have beat his ass, dude. Look, and it's in your notes too that you would have beat his ass too. But like, same dude, same shit. And I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So the SWAT guy tells Paul that his guys are going in, but mm-hmm. Paul says there's one, there's one more, and then Sims or whatever, and he's like, I'm on his, I'm, I'm on my, and then and then Sims is on his own, so he's like, I see a little more time. Yeah. And so Paul hides in uh, Champs. That was was that the store? Yeah, that you already talked about that. Part. Yeah, they, uh, that was yeah, whatever, and that that sorry, I I missed that part, but and that was right before Paul was in the Champ store. Uh, but Paul, he's making away his next plan, and he gets a call from Amy, but it's actually Sims. He's like, oh, hey, I was noticing your profile on uh, LonelyLosers.com or whatever. I was so sad. And I was like, Sims, we thought you were cool Literally. or whatever. And he, he realizes, like, while looking at his profile, which I don't know why he's looking at his profile, uh, he realizes that one of his photos is Paul with his daughter. He realizes that he has his daughter captive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Paul is like... Uh, uh, you, you wrote that he has this whole like taken monologue like do not hurt them or I will find you or mm-hmm. whatever anyway and Paul and then so we then see Sims walking out of the hallway and we see Paul on a Segway show up and Sims shoots him mm-hmm. and puts three in his chest mm-hmm. and then like we realize that it's just a mannequin wearing the hockey uniform that Paul was wearing no it was was it wearing the hockey uniform yeah it was a mannequin I could have sworn it, it, was, it was it was a mannequin wearing the hockey uniform okay yeah anyway Anyway, and uh, Sims shoots at it, but he realizes that he's been, like, tricked or whatever. He's been, like, drawn out. And so Sims runs back to the bank, and he pushes open the door where the hostages are, and he sees, like, he's lifting... Paul is, like, trying to lift Louie. It was Louie. It's Louis. Leon. Leon? Yeah. Oh, all right, whatever. He's lifting Leon, the guy who gave him the hot sauce from earlier, mm-hmm. trying to lift him through the thing. Like, through the, uh, what's it called? Through the ceiling tiles. Mm-hmm. And he, it doesn't work, and he sets them down. And then, like, everyone else that he rescued, like his daughter and mm-hmm. Amy, like, mm-hmm. fall through the ceiling. Yeah, and so does he. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then he falls in, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was funny. Finn's like, like, give me the phone. And Paul's like, 
all right, I'll give you the phone. He tosses it. And, like, he quickly, like, grabs that hot sauce that Louie gave me. He squirts, like, a shot in his eye. Mm-hmm. And, and so does I. And so it's like, ah. And I wrote, this works somehow. Mm-hmm. Also, he could have just thrown the bottle at him and gotten the same effect because then it would have broken open. But either way, it doesn't matter because, yeah, like, but like he, does, he doesn't, like, do anything. He seems yeah. like, what? And Paul, like, who just stood there the whole time, he's like, oh, yeah, I should have capitalized on that. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway. And, uh, after that... I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of how dumb that was. Uh, Sims is like, uh, uh, by the way, he wanted the phone because he was like, oh, I bet that you're taking photos of the codes on, on them. Mm-hmm. Which, why was he taking photos of the codes? Because he was. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, I don't even have a phone. And then it rings because what's his name called again? Mm-hmm. That was funny. Uh, and then Sims... It calls him out a bunch more, which is really mean. He's like, you're not, like, the savior or whatever. Uh, you couldn't even pass your trooper exam or whatever. If, and you, you'll pass out and you'll have a Snickers or whatever. And I was like, damn. Rude. Uh, he's like, you blew it. And Paul's like, uh, you're right or whatever. Uh, You've already said that scene, so... Well, oh, okay, well, yeah. It's the hot sauce scene, so... Yeah, that's, that's true. That That is true. So Sims basically takes Maya and uh, Amy, like, in a getaway car. Yeah. And Paul gets the bright idea of taking the minivan that he ran into earlier to catch up. Yeah. But then Jimmy gets in with him, so they just start chasing him. Yeah, Ken, by the way. Or Commander Ken. So Paul borrows Jimmy's phone to call the ex-boyfriend from earlier. And he asks if he's still tracking his ex-girlfriend's cell phone. So which gives them, Yeah, exactly. Which gives him the directions of where uh, Sims is headed. Yeah. So he's next, like, they're going to the airport. Yeah. Next we see Jimmy and Paul catch up. So Jimmy starts driving. While yeah, he's Paul like, Jimmy takes the wheel and Paul tries to get in yeah. another fat joke of him trying to fit into the back seat mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, he like opens the side door and mm-hmm. he hops out and he climbs on top of the van. Yeah. He tries to jump to the car that Maya's mm-hmm. in and he like misses it. Literally. And this doesn't like kill him or yeah. severely <laughs> injure him. He like just lands on the ground. I know and he starts running. And he's like, oh, and he like he runs through the woods kind of to where the airport's on the other mm-hmm. side because I guess it was on this like big curve that they're yeah. on. And he is able to like hop the fence and right as like uh, Maya is being led on the plane like right as like Sims about to get on Paul like pulls him back or whatever mm-hmm. and, like starts fighting him and smacks him on yeah. the wing and all this or whatever wild right mm-hmm. uh, uh, and this whole time and he's like able to like eventually like get Sims handcuffed or whatever mm-hmm. like on the ground and uh, I, I wrote here also this whole time no one helped Blark fight <laughs> like what the fuck are y'all doing like you see this man struggling and you're just standing there like they don't they're not even handcuffed they're whatever. passenger princesses anyway and so Paul handcuffs Sims or whatever mm-hmm. and Kent's like oh you did it without even uh, needing a gun like, but I'll bring one or whatever. He like, and he points a gun at Paul. That shocked me. I said, <gasps> "Yeah, oh no!" What he said was, uh, uh, "Good job getting him without a gun. Hope you don't mind if I use one." Yeah, I like, know. Okay, Doctor Seuss. Two twists, man. Okay, Doctor Seuss. Double crossing. And it turns out Jimmy was working with them the entire time. Yeah. He tells Paul all he needs is the codes, and Paul's like, "Oh yeah," and then he smashes the cell phone, and Jimmy is like, "I feel okay. like that." like i mean okay but all the people we have in custody have the codes written on their arms so all i need to do is kill the witnesses okay but before he can shoot paul's boss has come to save the day but his hands are shaking so bad and i'm like oh this poor old man but the chief is there with him and the rest of the cops pull up and chief even gets to use a one-liner as he uh, arrests jimmy paul is able to be reunited with his daughter and amy 
It's then the morning and everyone is getting medical attention as Maya and Paul sit together looking at Amy. Maya tells her dad that he should just go for it. So Paul walks toward her and they meet in the middle and Amy says she's not sure what to say and Paul says I do and tells her happy birthday and hands her her card. This is Amy, you are like a great meal. You make me feel stuffed with feelings. Plus I don't need to unbutton my pants. Paul. Amy reading and reflecting, she kisses Paul. Yay! The chief comes up to Paul asking if he wants to be a state trooper. He can vouch for him and he would be happy to have a gun on his team. But Paul tells him he will stick to what he does best and that's being a ball coat. So the credits start rolling, but while the credits play, we see Paul and Amy getting married at the mall. Go Paul. And instead of having a dance, they have a segue type first dance. That's all very cute. And everyone we see earlier was there and they have all their friends that are in front of American Joe's and the guy that was singing karaoke that Paul worked through, he's literally their uh, wedding singer, I think. Yeah. But yeah, the end. I love Paul Blart. Alright, Christian. Sarah, what did you think of the movie? Like, in three words, mm-hmm. describe this movie. Um, simple, classic, kind of funny. Alright. Mm-hmm. I'll go with funny, simple, uh, basic. Yeah. So this film kind of gives off sitcom vibes a little bit. Kinda. Yeah. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Like, I don't know, I feel like there should be, like, I feel like this Where's the laugh track? Yeah, literally. Where's the laugh track? Yeah. Especially if, like, every fat, ja- fat joke, like, there was, like, a beat for, like, for the audience to laugh. You know what I like, mean? Yeah. They're you know pretty much I mean? just holding up the applause yeah. sign. A lot of people praise Kevin G's performance. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, like, corny. Like, it was it was genuinely funny and yeah. good at times, you know? I mean, it, it was just, like, die, I mean, it was just a diehard reference the entire time. Yeah. But, like, it was still funny. Yeah. So I think it's funny that you say diehard. I saw a comment that said, someone said this movie has jingle all the way and meets diehard. What do you think about that? Yeah? Yeah. Have you ever seen jingle all the way? I have not. It's, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's trying to, like get this toy for his son and that he gets I must save Christmas (laughs) he has to meet all these obstacles to get all these toys and I mean like I can say that it kind of has that vibe Mm -hmm. do you like the editing in some of this parts of the movie because I didn't I feel like I feel like whenever it I feel, splices, like, there were, I feel like there were some things they cut that they meant yeah. to leave in the movie. Yeah. Because there were some scenes that, like... Like, like they we, weren't really needed. We don't see uh, Maya get caught. She's just kind of, like, in the bank with the hostages. No, I mean, like, she walks in the little tunnel thing, and then she turns around, and there's, like, a goon. Well, yeah, but... But like, that's it. But that's it. And it, I missed it the first time. Oh, okay. Like, I had to think, like, after watching the movie, I was like, did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I think for me it was more like, oh, we see, like, two seconds of, like... Sims walking in the mall and then it cuts back to whatever Paul's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like scenes like that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like those aren't really needed. You are. So do you think this is a good example for a Christmas film? Like do you consider this a Christmas film? Well, not really. I don't think it's a Christmas film. I feel film. like this film is a good like I'm ready it's for hard. Christmas. Like it's definitely like an after Thanksgiving but before December first kind of thing. Like you're in the vibe for a Christmas film but you're not really like like you're ha- you like you need that happy middle ground. I think the difference being between this and the next movie that we're Mm -hmm. doing both movies that aren't about christmas but that take Mm -hmm. place like around christmas or whatever um is that that movie like actually like takes place like towards the end of december yeah this movie is like black friday yeah like it's still like november yeah but it still has like christmas vibes to it yeah like you see the decorations getting put up but Mm -hmm. it's 
November. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so it definitely gets the job done. Yeah, but yeah. So we know it's near Christmas time. But so you know, ready to give it a rating? Yes. Okay. All right. On three. Okay. Oh, do you have one? Yeah. One. Two. Three. Seven. Six. Seven. Mm. I said six. <laughs> nice. I liked it. Yeah, it so was good. Puff, puff smash. That's a puff puff smash. It's uh, a good movie. It is a good it's movie. It's funny. Yeah, it's great. Um, so who would be your dream blunt rotation? Paul. Okay. Uh, the cell phone guy. Okay. And Louis, or not Louis? Uh, Leon. Leon. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying Louis. It's all good. Um, I think my favorite would probably be Maya. I want to smoke with her. Uh, um, you're saying it because it's Wayne Rodriguez. Honestly, yeah. Dude, do you know there's this theory that her and um, uh, Ross Lynch dated? Probably. <laughs> Have you heard that rumor? Yes. Dude, that cracks me up. I'm like, yes, queen! Yes. Okay, so Maya, um, that mom with the two kids that were screaming at her. She was holding the baby and the toddler was like screaming at her. Okay. her. Um, she needs a break. The cashier lady in Victoria's Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the duck and donuts that got left behind. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. We are the couple that is smoking in the background. You can follow our Twitter at Puff Pass Podcast. We can see all the greatest news and updates. Uh, we have a Tumblr. It is Puff Puff Pass Podcast. And if you're just in the mood, you can just email us at puffpuffpodcast23 at gmail.com. Now, so join us as we continue with our Christmas theme month with our next week movie. Yeah, now, uh, we've already said the name of the movie several times. As you probably guessed, this is a movie I know a lot about. Uh... This was when I started doing film classes in college. Mm -hmm. This was the first film that we as a class watched. Really? Yeah. I know. So it's I, that good? Well, it's... it's is it good or it's is it like... It's cinematically important mm. or whatever. And that film is Die Hard. I've never seen it. Featuring Bruce Willis. Oh my god. Die Hard's great. You'll yeah. love it. It's even got uh, uh, Professor Snape in it. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. That I can't wait. a lot of villains. I know. Maybe you just get at it. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Bye, guys. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>